This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Good morning and welcome. If you're listening on SCN 1170 AM here in Sydney, as we fill the chairs for Vossi and Brandy, the countdown is on. Five more sleeps till the boys are back. And for the first hour, welcome to you listening on SENQ 693 AM in Brisbane. Patton Hills will be along from 6 AM Queensland time. It's a windy old morning here in Sydney, and I'm joined by Michael Karianis. Good morning, MC. Good morning, Miss I. How are you going? Never better, MC. So today we've got another big show today. It's always a big show when the mm. two of us are in the studio. Brad Fitler is here today. Yes. He's not going to be on his motorbike, <laughs> or he's going to have his Bluetooth sorted. One of the two. Yep. And Jared Waitley. Yes. Mr. The Junket himself. Living the dream, Jared. Is this like a future goal for you to one day be Jared Waitley areas where every time there's a big event on, so I think he was over for the Ashes. Mm. Uh, he does stuff like Rugby World Cup, Olympics, all that sort of jazz. Yeah. He's in Las Vegas. Mm. Now, I'm not going to cast aspersions, but I feel like is Vegas wasted a little on Jared? Well, he is did. He, is he making the most of Vegas? He did mention last week that um, you know people have said to him that Vegas might not be his thing. So we'll find out. He's probably been there for a, a couple of days, and they will see what what he's got up to. If he's dabbled in the Vegas, and he's got some Vegas fever. Potentially, Jared. What do you think? So if he's been there a few days, if he's having a proper crack in Vegas, he shouldn't have slept. <laughs> that's just un- have you done Vegas? <laughs> yeah, I was that's there. The in de- un- I was there in December. That's the unwritten rules. Did I you slept. sleep? Yeah, I slept. Yeah, but you were there and work. Yeah, yeah. I've only done Vegas as a boys' trip. Okay. Five days. I think we might have slept the middle night. I've never gone in summer in Vegas. Yeah, so that's we were- been my. That's I've been twice now, and once as a little. So I've been three times, but twice as an adult. And they've all been because it's the off season, like in rugby league off season. Yeah. So it hasn't. I've I've never done summer in Vegas, which I think is very different to winter in Vegas. We were peak pool party season. Yeah. See. We actually had a little racket going, so we went to one of the pool parties, and uh, we were jumping in the pool. We just we ju- we just jumped in the pool from the the you know general dance floor, and I had a shirt on. Yeah. And uh, that was rare. Yeah, <laughs> and it was a little bit like it was getting a bit rough and tumble, you know, bumping people in the pool and stuff. These guys got chatting to us, and my mate goes, "Bet you hundred bucks, my mate can beat you in a swimming race." <laughs> These American guys, pretty brash guys. Yeah, yeah, I'll take that bet. Yeah. Took the shirt off to race this guy. He goes, "What are the Olympic rings for?" Oh, 
swimming. <laughs> <laughs> did, they, uh, did they go through? No, no they bailed. No, they no. bailed. Well, yeah, if right. I didn't have the tattoo, I yeah. reckon I could have made quite a bit of money yes. in those Vegas pools. Nah, you would only been able to race once and they would have gone, nah. <laughs> <laughs> nah. I reckon so. And they... you brought your bodysuit. That was a bit strange. <laughs> <laughs> it was also, I don't think you'd want to put your head underwater at those pool parties. Because <laughs> there's people at those pool parties in Vegas who stand still in that pool and don't get out of it from say 10 a.m till 6 p.m sus very sus but the smell of chlorine is so strong i reckon it's just ripping the skin off your body we'll see if jerry's been up to the same sort of stuff but it is pretty cold there at the moment yeah is it well cold for vegas yeah it's winter right yeah i didn't know they got i wasn't sure because it's in the desert oh when i was there in december it was you you had to have it whenever you left or we're outside you needed a jacket okay uh, what'd you get up to after you left us yesterday? Work, just work, Any mate. Any big stories? Um, that you can yeah, there's, oh, there's a few in, in in today's paper that that we can touch on, obviously around um, the Newcastle Knights and your Bulldogs and, and and the Roosters. So there's a fair bit of rugby league news around, considering um, we're still early Feb. But yeah, a, a fair bit, but um, nothing too exciting. What about you? I ended up on the tools yesterday. Okay, uh, unplanned, but we've got a a big event on this Saturday at our gym, a, a pride event. Mm-hmm. So next week is the start of pride month or, or whatever it is. So we've got a big workout this weekend, um, big event. So I decided to do some renovations to the gym. Okay. Impromptu, Unplanned. Impromptu renovations. Okay. Whipped out the hammer drill, also had the power drill out, uh, putting stuff in the wall, wall mounted things, drilling, um, painting, pa- I was painting a couple of the walls. Just, just randomly? Just went handyman mode. I knew this stuff needed to be done. Okay. But, yeah, it, it was impromptu. And then I was coaching last night till about 8 o'clock. But I wanted to ask you, so I haven't always been a handyman, mm-hmm. but one thing I've learned owning a small business is that you have to be able to pretty much be a jack of all trades. So as far as being a handyman goes, I've kind of learned on the fly and anything I don't know, I'll YouTube. That's kind of the day and age we are, right? So if I need to say, change a tire, YouTube, how to change a tire. Mm-hmm. Um, how to drill into concrete, yeah. YouTube. Yeah. What are you like as a handyman? Well, let me let me put it to you this way, James. So um, we've got another bub on the way, so we need to restructure the bedrooms at home. We've got two Makes queen sense. beds um, and, a, and a baby's room, but we need to make one of the queen, the spare room into a, not a baby's room, into our, uh, for our 18-month-old yep. so that she can transfer there when um, the new bub comes next month. So we have to pull beds down, swap beds around, um, do easy. this sort of stuff. Yeah, easy. easy. Yep. So I've booked in my dad and my father-in-law. <laughs> oh, no. For about 9, 9.30, they'll be at my house. Um, and they're both very good. I'm very lucky that I've got two sets of um, dads on, on, on either side that – um, a ve- like my dad is so handy. Like he was a mechanic. My grandfather was a mechanic. My uncle was a mechanic. They had a family business and that family business business is no longer because I am dead set. Absolutely useless. Useless. 40 years that business went for. I've come along. Nah, not for me. <laughs> wow. these, these hands are too smooth. So, okay. So your father-in-law comes over mm. and your own father comes over yep. and they start whipping out the tools. 
Are you sitting there watching? Uh, I know. I'm uh, like fetching drinks, uh, getting their lunch, oh, boy. Um, handing them stuff, <laughs> whatever they need to make their stay. I remember my father-in-law when he first came over when I was living uh, in the inner west at an apartment. And my, my, I don't know what she was there, my girlfriend or my fiance at the time, um, we, we'd bought a, a print from Sri Lanka that she wanted to put on yep. the wall. Anyway, he comes over and he's got his little leveler, I think it's called, yeah. what it is, and he's marking, and he's trying to explain step-by-step step guide of what he's doing. And yep. I said, Greg, mate, here, listen, I'm here to hold stuff and <laughs> fetch you drinks. Do not bother. Do you have a toolbox? Yeah, he bought it. For, well, one of them, the dads bought it for me because I was sick of bringing their stuff over. And have you used anything in the toolbox? Yeah, have yeah. you used any? Yeah. Okay. I, I, like, you, you can put, I can put stuff together. What about a flat pack? Yeah, but usually my wife does that. Oh, yeah. All right. She's a, she does all that stuff. I'm much more comfortable I know in there's the people at home right now whose ears are burning listening to this. I do do the lawns, though. That's not handy. But that's like a blokey. That's about as blokey as I get. Rugby league? The Edgewater Homes text line, 0457 736 736. Do I need to confiscate MC's man card this morning? I don't. I think that was gone long ago. If he's sitting there bringing cold drinks and refreshments to his father and his father-in-law mm. while they're building things in his own house in front of his wife, yep. do I need to confiscate this guy's man card? Some would call that smart. There's a couple of things you could call it. 736 is our text line this morning. Uh, all right, last night, there's a one-day international. You get home from the gym, I think. Beautiful, kick your feet up, really hook into this one day. Done. I hope, you're home. I hope you're home by 4 o'clock. <laughs> yeah, it was all over. I didn't even check the scores. I'm driving home, get home, turn the TV, TV on. They're playing reruns of MASH or something. Like, What's doing? Uh, so the West Indies, all out for 86. This is the West Indies we somewhat expected at the start of the summer, isn't it? Mm, yeah. Australia come in. They get the runs in six and a half overs. The yeah. fastest one-day international six match. Six and a half overs. Ever in Australia. Six and a half overs. Get this. They lost two wickets as well. I know. Well, they, were just, they were just going for it. But Hammer and Tong. Yeah, young six Fraser McGurk. Six and a half overs. They could have set the Windies back in. Wow. Yeah. They. It, it was quite a wild game, but... So I get home, cricket's over. Now, I'm, I've told you before, this is my guilty pleasure. Switched on Married at First Sight. Mm-hmm. You've been keeping up with Married at First Sight? No. Nope. Can I just hit you with the scenario? Okay. And you tell me what you do. Yeah. And you figure out why some of these guys are Married at First Sight are single in the first place. <laughs> Every year they do the same challenge. So they say, let's go with nine couples on the show. Nine men and women. They whip out pictures. So you're the man. Yep. No, of all nine women, including your wife. Yep. First up, you have to rank the women one to eight in looks. And then finally, you get the picture of your wife. And in that lineup, you either put a you know first or mid-tier or, or ninth. Where do you put, regardless, regardless of who else is in that lineup? So if you give me a lineup and it's got Margot, Robbie, uh, Giselle, Bundeshen, uh Tyra Banks, whoever it is, the smart play, you put your wife first. Yeah. Darling, you are the best looking woman in the world. Yeah. It's called Eyes Up Footy. Yeah. Yeah, eyes Up Footy. <laughs> <laughs> These yeah. knuckleheads no. are married so at what first were they doing? sight. These knuckleheads. And you know what's coming because they say, I'm going to be completely honest with you here. And you go, ah, 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 ah. 
No, 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 no. This is not a time for honesty. This is why you're single. Yeah. This is not a time for complete and, honesty. And this is something that you've said they do every season. So every it's not like year it's a they shock it's where coming. they get a little bit rattled or something. They know it's coming. Every year they do it. Uh-uh. It's called a little white lie. A little white lie. Sometimes you've got to do that. They get the card out and they put their wife mid-tier. Some of them put them towards the bottom. <laughs> One of the men said, oh, look. I'm just going to do this based purely on looks alone. As he said that, I'm going, you're dead. You are done. Your time on this show has come to an end. And what were the wives' reactions? Filthy. Absolutely filthy. Most of them cry. They talk to the camera. I don't know how I can come back from this. Of course. Well, it's always going to linger in the back it's of your mind. It's going to linger. And even as a guy, if there's a group of girls rating me, lie to me. Yeah. Lie to me. I'll never know where you actually would have put me. But at least let me go to bed thinking that you think find yes. me attractive. Yes. This is why these guys are single. So I'm thinking, MC, we're going to be the experts in relationship management. We're okay. both in long-term relationships. Yep. Little white lies that you have to tell your partner for relationship management. Does yours listen? Right now she's at the gym, so she's not listening. So play on. Mine well, never listens. There we go. We've got at a... home. I mean, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> we've got free reign right now. Then, uh, you, I think you, obviously you have to be honest, right? So I think when they're so when they're getting ready, or when you're, uh, or if you're at a shop, or they're trying on dresses, or you, you've got to be honest and say if it doesn't look good, it doesn't look good. It's not a reflection on them; it's a reflection on the dress, right? But if it gets to the point where they can't change it, then you've got to then you've got to have that that little white lie. Okay. Do you know, like, say you're yeah, out, yeah, yeah. and or you're in the car, or whatever. And it's too late. It's too late. You're not going to say, "Nah, nah, I wouldn't have worn that," or "You should have done this." But if we're at home and there's options, I'm saying that doesn't look good. All right. And I've... the same with cooking. Oh, you never say that it doesn't taste. No, good. You, but you got to. No, you you don't. You, you do. You, you got to do it in a respectful way. Yeah, yeah, because. Oof. But no, because then you're stuck with it. Well, maybe we're at different levels right now because you've got a ring on it. Yeah. <laughs> And I haven't, I haven't done the drop near yet. But so. there's, there's a way to do it. It's not going to, oh, this is rubbish. Don't ever, like, oh, I didn't really, that, that wasn't my, up to, like, what I, I don't really like that. <laughs> okay. You know, because otherwise she keeps cooking and it's a waste of time and effort for everyone. Are you willing to take uh, a night in the spare bedroom to say that you don't like it? Or is she No, is no, she she's fine. That? No, no. Okay. Because as long as you're not rude about it, it's the same with my cooking. If I'm cooking something she doesn't like, she needs to tell me because otherwise I think, oh, yeah, this is cool. I'll keep cooking it, and she doesn't enjoy it. All right, we've got heaps of feedback coming through on your man card, MC. Yeah. Also, my guilty pleasure in watching Married at First Sight. Hey, I've started using reverse psychology. I want to tell you a little <laughs> bit more about that uh, straight after this. Welcome back to Summer Breakfast. We're here for Bryden's Lawyers. Unable to work due to injury or illness, contact Bryden's Lawyers. Jump on the line and have a chat with MC and I this morning, one three hundred oh one eleven seven. You've got a couple of great prizes to give away. A Signet Power Boost Bank and limited edition golf balls from Odyssey, the number one putter in golf. Andrew from Brisbane has called through. Andrew, good morning. Morning, gents. How are you going? Never better. What do you think about MC's handyman work? <laughs> well, uh, I was just listening to it, and now I'm starting to understand why he takes his dog to the cafe. <laughs> <laughs> Good morning, Andrew. Uh, did you catch the cricket yesterday, Andrew? Oh, hell yeah. I listened to it on the radio at work. It was incredible. Really sad to hear about the uh, 
what's his name, Side Strain. I was looking forward to hearing, watching more of him play. Not sure, but neither are us, Gordon. We were working, Andrew, but uh, what's on for the rest of the day? What's on for the rest of the day for you, Andrew? Work, mate. I'm just on my way to work now. Well, you have a cracker day. Thanks for calling through. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy is our open line. Hey, heaps of replies on the text line. To uh, your, to a your lot of people card. supported me, I'm assuming. Um, not sure. Uh, Chase says, morning, boy. MC sounds like the Ronnie Palmer of Handyman, passing out drinks and holding <laughs> items. <laughs> morning, Missile and MC. James, as long as Michael has a barbecue, he's safe. A man must own at least one power tool and know how to use a barbecue from David from Old Toon Gabby. So do you barbecue? Oh, it's a no, it's David. Split. It's split. It is split in our house. I, I do look. I do it now, obviously, because my wife is pregnant. So we had a barbecue the other day. I did it, but generally speaking, she does it. <laughs> well, this is worrying, <laughs> boys. MC man card gone. <laughs> Missile, hold my beer. Here's what happened at married at first sight. <laughs> Come on, boys, bring back VB. Ben from Canala, very fair, Ben, very fair. Oh wow, MC, your kids must have two mums. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Widgie, oh, harsh. Yes. Uh, West Indies are still in the drink after their test win. What a dis- disappointment yesterday, and for the fans, Westy Eel. But that's a fair point. Mm. If you paid. Good money, and we're talking about how expensive those tickets were. $130 for uh, A reserve tickets yep. to the one day is. $130 to see a couple of hours of cricket. It's not great bang for buck, is it? Not when the elite's not there as well. Six and a half overs. Wild. Wild. Uh, lads, question for Missile. Uh, being an avid swimming fan, brackets, sorry, did someone say Western Region champion? <laughs> Who should we look out for come Paris in the pool from the Port Adelaide Dragon? All right, here's a tip, Port Adelaide Dragon. A name you may not know yet, unless you're an avid swimming fan. Uh, Molly O'Callaghan. If there's a betting market on most gold medals for Australia, potentially for any athlete, okay. Molly O'Callaghan, um, up-and-coming 100-200 freestyler. I'm going to tip her to knock off Ariane Titmus in the 200 freestyle and Katie Ledecky. Um, just a star of the future. So if there is a betting market on that, as always, gamble responsibly. Check it out. Okay, interesting. We just got confirmation as well. It was Lance Morris who had a side strain. Lance Morris. Side strain yesterday. Okay, he's a young fast bowler, isn't he? Uh, hey, MC, another story that I caught. You've been doing lots and this, of, well, lots of I've research. I've been researching. This is the headline, and it's a little misleading, I believe. The world's greatest chocolate bar has hit 100. So it's turned 100 years old. Well, if you think the world's greatest chocolate bar, what goes... Where, where does your mind take you? Oh, it goes straight to Cadbury. I mean, if you say it's the world's greatest, it probably has to be universal. So I'd probably just go the the, the Cadbury milk chocolate because yeah. that's universally loved, right? Okay. Well, no. No? This isn't the world's greatest chocolate bar, in my opinion. It is the Cherry Ripe. The Cherry mm. Ripe turns 100. I like the Cherry Ripe. Do you? Yeah. All right. This man card thing is really I, starting oh, what's to what's wrong with the home. Cherry Ripe? The the cherry ripe is one of the great bludgers of chocolate bars. When you get a box of favourites, always, I always, the always the last thing left. Well, maybe because you don't like it, but I, my household, I like it. It's one of the first thing that goes. So what I've done, MC, yeah, is I've done a little bit of research <laughs> on chocolate bars, yeah, that have not just chocolate bars, but confectionery that's got the boot 
whilst cherry ripe stays around. You tell me if this is better or worse than a cherry ripe. Fantails. No, so I'm telling you, cherry ripe would probably be my well, like my top two. All right, well, let's just pretend that you're not a lunatic. <laughs> <laughs> I've tried hard over summer, but it's all coming out now. I'm just going to give you a couple. Yeah. <laughs> you, what, what do you mean? <laughs> fantails? Yeah, not for me. You? Not for you. Yeah, I like a fantail, so I would have kept them over cherry ripe. Uh, sunny Boys? Do you know the Sunny Boy, uh, I don't oh, know, you wouldn't call it an ice cream, yeah, but it's like they a... Were like, were they frozen? Yeah, it was yeah. like a frozen cordial, like I guess. sort of slurpy... It should have hung around before yeah. the cherry ripes. Dunkaroos. Now, this oh. is quite a specific one, but these were like a little kangaroo-shaped biscuits that you dunked in like a yeah. Nutella-type... They were like the cool versions of the snacks. Very when cool. We cool. Yeah. Yes. See, I was more of a... Uh, my mom was more yeah. of a Le snack yeah. person because the Dunkaroos were pretty unhealthy. Yes. But a great snack. No, I didn't mind the old Dunker Dunker Dunkaroos. Here's one for you. Mm. Starburst chews. They're not around anymore. They're gone. Starburst chews. They were unbelievable. How? How have cherry ripes hung around and Starburst chews are gone? Like I like the purple Pink. ones. Pink and purple were my favourite. Pink favorites. and purple. Yeah. Oh, I'm look, thinking we're, we're on the same wavelength for once. There you go. I'm thinking to keep those around. Do they just get rid of all the orange and yellow ones and just keep the? Well, good that's what flavors? they should have done. Should have done. But Starbursts are gone. Anything else in here? Polywaffles. I don't really know what a polywaffle is. Oh, Some of our was, listeners yeah. may. Incredibites. No I idea. kind of remember them. If no. You might remember the picture. They're like a little pocket with chocolate inside. Um, plenty. M&M biscuits. They were pretty good. Arnold's Classic Assorted. Um, honey Jumbles. Yeah, there's a heap a in there. that's gone by, by the wayside. The amount of research I've done, we've just got paper everywhere in this drink. But <laughs> just... <laughs> I'm outraged that Cherry Ripe has out-survived all of those classics. No. Cherry Ripe, get out of here. If you eat Cherry Ripes before anything else in the favourite box, there's something wrong. Uh, text us in 0457736736 on the Edgewater Homes text line. Edgewater Homes Mortgage Fund, up to $1,500 a month off your home loan. T's and C's apply. The text number 0457 News is up next with Vanessa. It's 5.30 if you're in Queensland, 6.30 here in Sydney. You're on 11.70 a.m. SEN. Beautiful day in Sydney, please, after all the rain yesterday. Thanks, Vanessa. Breakfast powered by Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter. If you're just waking up, here's what's making news in the world of sport. It was a disaster for the West Indies yesterday. All out for just 86 runs in the final ODI match against Australia. It was the shortest completed one-day international game in the history in Australia, with the Aussies taking just six and a half overs to chase down the target. Morris again, this one in the air. Oh, what a catch! Marnus Labashain like Superman! Jabbit bowls here. Oh, that's close. That's very close. It's out. LEW. The captain's on his way for four. Bishop waits again. Morris bowls. Side bowled! Too quick. Sheer speed from Lance Morris. Zampa in on the leg stump. Slog sweep. This will be out. Down to fine leg. Gone. Is Bartlett again, deep in his crease. <laughs> Joseph down the ground. Gone. I think I enter, uh, echo the sentiment of Australians uh, everywhere yesterday when I say I was coming home to sit down, turn on the one-day international, and nothing gone, <laughs> MC. That was a night of entertainment. I feel ripped off. Lucky you didn't pay to go. True. Let Very us know true. if you did go pay. 
Yeah, yeah, let us know your thoughts on the game and how disappointed you were at the quality of the match. Did you have tickets? Were you there? Was it entertaining? Were you planning to go after work and the game was over? Good point. If you pre-bought tickets for post-work, mm. do you get your money back? No. Nah. No. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy is our open line. Uh, there was Sheffield Shield games on yesterday. New South Wales had a four-wicket win over Western Australia. Player of the match, Chris Green, hitting two sixes to finish the run chase in style. Now, this is something that you're going to talk to us a little bit more in depth about later on, MC. But the Knights and Adam O'Brien are set to agree to a long-term deal, which will make him the longest-serving coach in the club's history. Mm. He'll remain at the helm for at least the next three seasons. Who's he replacing as the longest coach? So he's on, I think he's on 96 games at the moment. Adam Malcolm really is on 98. And Michael Hagan's on around 150. Okay. Um, so, so he's got to get through those three seasons. He's got to get through those Hagen. seasons. If he gets through those three seasons, he'll coach at least 60-odd games. Um, and he'll yeah he'll become the longest-serving coach in Newcastle's history. Interesting enough that Mal really and Michael Hagan are the only two premiership-winning coaches for the Knights, really, in 97 and Hagan in 01. Quick one, without question. I, I missed your preview on the Knights. Inside or outside the top eight this I've year? I've got it inside the top eight. Inside? Yeah. All right. I had him inside the top me. eight last year. Well, that was quite smart, but I think outside this year. Uh, Sydney midfielder Callum Mills has a, uh, been appointed the club's standalone captain despite being set to miss a chunk of the upcoming season due to an injury sustained wrestling on Madden Monday. Here's Callum speaking yesterday. Yeah, I'm super privileged and honoured to... To be able to be sole captain of the footy club, I'm human and obviously made a mistake, but um, I think I'm not going to let it define me. It's been a uh, a big couple of months, but I'm I'm really looking forward to the future. Apparently, they've brought in Glenn Maxwell to mentor him <laughs> on to make sure Monday. there's no more Mad Monday injuries. <laughs> it was very rugby league areas. The Swans good on him. Glenn Maxwell is just a rugby league player in disguise, by the way. <laughs> like that guy can find an injury on a bender. We are here for Brighton's Lawyers. Unable to work due to injury or illness, contact Brighton's Lawyers. Stay with us in just a moment. We'll head straight to all your calls and texts. You're on Summer Breakfast with MC and the Missile. A reminder, we have plenty of prizes to give away to the best contributions today. Jump on the phone now. The lines are available, one 1170 Five more sleeps till Vossi and Brandy are back on breakfast they're back Monday, MC. I saw them yesterday. Mm. They're refreshed. They've got plenty of ideas. They're ready to go. It's going to be a huge year for the boys. Yeah. I hope they're in, do they enjoy our G-string conversations and dogs at cafes conversations and all that stuff yesterday? Well, he's got a few G-string conversations <laughs> of his own. Let me just preface that. <laughs> Don't count Vossi out for the G-strings. <laughs> All right, we're here for Brighton's Lawyers. Unable to work due to injury or illness. Contact Brighton's Lawyers. All right, Rob's hit us on the text line. He says, man, man card status, dire. Is but, that for me or you? This is for you. Well, I'm thinking this is for you. But who catches the spiders and who does the bins? Can you redeem yourself? Yeah, I do all that stuff. Any, creep, any creepy crawly in the house, cockroaches, spiders, whatever the case may be. And I, yes, I do the bins. All right. And clean up after the dog and all that stuff. That's a step in the right direction. I'm back, baby. <laughs> Look. Wouldn't go up, that far, but. It's up to the people at home whether you're back <laughs> or not. Uh, morning, JM and MC. Sorry, JM, but maybe the no man card MC should be hosting the Mowers Club. And Jam, you were only just holding yours, watching maths. <laughs> just a question, Jam. What other shows do you watch, Junior Smithy? What other shows? Not much free to air. I mean, weekends are pretty much racing and rugby league, so that's taken up. Midweek, 
I'm more of like a Netflix yeah. guy. Um, Any show that I watch on free to air, Survivor. Yeah. Okay. I'm. I don't do the Survivor. I'm just trying to think. What am I watching at the moment? Oh, I just watched World War Two from the front lines on Netflix. Amazing documentary. I watched Alexander on. On, uh, Heard that, that was, was good as well. Really it's like awesome. a bit of a documentary type. Yeah, a, a bit of a, a doco where they um, speak with you know current people. Then there's reenactment. But you know, sometimes yeah. those reenactments are cheap mm. and they don't flow. This one could be a standalone on the reenactment. Really? So it's an amazing blend of. I'm gonna both. have to watch that. American Horror Story was awesome. American Horror Story. Oh, American Nightmare. Which one was it on Netflix? Have you seen that one yet? Which oh, one is which it was end? like a real life Gone Girl. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was really good. I thought she was telling Porkies. Well, so do the cops. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> uh, text line, Cherry Ripe and Turkish Delights are rubbish. Yes. I don't like Turkish Delights. But what's the difference? Yeah, there's a difference. Are there? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, Paul Macquarie Pearl says, you ain't going to win the Cherry Ripe debate missile. Always on the podium. Wow. The polywaffle, cylinder in shape, marshmallow wrapped in wafer, surrounded in chocolate, says the big G. What did what year the polywaffle went out? Because yeah. it was pre my time, I believe. Yeah, I don't I can't recall the polywaffle either. I believe. Mark says the morrow bar is the last one left in a favorite box. Yeah. Is a morrow not just a poor man's Mars bar? I don't know, but it's usually the one that lingers. But I just think because people don't know what it is. I reckon <laughs> if you rip into it, it's not bad. What's it doing in there? We'll do some research on that and find out exactly what a morrow bar is. I thought it was like a almost a home brand Mars bar. Might be wrong there. As a male, I hate cooking. Can I still keep your man, my man card, Crisco? Yeah. It's just got to be the barbecue that you cook. Not asking you to do anything else. I reckon here's a couple of basic ones yeah. for a man card yeah. in terms of cooking. Barbecue. Mm-hmm. Bacon and eggs. Yep. Pancakes. Never cooked a pancake in my life. Never cooked a pancake in your life. Okay. I'm, I'm seriously. Clara does the pancakes at home. Uh, Pedro the Rooster on the text line says Genius idea for a reality TV show Uh, On a bender Just follow teams after a victory Content guaranteed Well yeah I'd love that So Producer Dan has just come back to us On the polywaffle From 1947 to 2009 I was finished school by 09 Yeah I don't remember him Polywaffle no, nah, can't picture it. Uh, Port Adelaide Dragon, lads, missile equals alpha, MC, do you sit down to pee? <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, <laughs> no, don't answer that. <laughs> uh, depends what my wife tells me. No, 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 no. Oh, man. Uh, Mark on the text line. Uh, on a hugely, if that's a word, more serious note, West Indies cricketer Fabian Allen got mugged at gunpoint outside a South African team hotel playing in the SA 2020 mm. tournament. So that, so you were saying the South African team hasn't sent a strong yeah. uh, test side over to New, New Zealand. Zealand. So that yeah. must be going on right now. Like a third string team. So the South African 2020 team. Uh, who sheds more hair, MC, you or the dogs from Dunny? <laughs> well, definitely the dog because it's got a lot more to shed. <laughs> uh, Ryan, uh, hey, Missile, interesting fact about your frequent contributor to the Port Adelaide Dragon. He claims to have had the Dubbo pool record in 1992 for being able to squirt 
water the furthest out of his hands, claim to fame. This is a big thing in swimming squads. So you can go the, the one hand, yeah. which is actually quite hard. Yeah. That's like a level 100 for a swimmer or the two hands. Yeah. And the thing is, the thing that you do, someone pops up, takes their goggles off, and you just go, boof, hit them in the eyes with a squirt of water. Um, very popular in the MC, uh, in the swimming world MC. Uh, Moro Izamar's bar goes all right. Okay. Also, MC, have you smoked a brisket, says Shano. I haven't smoked a brisket either, but I don't have a smoker. Yeah, I don't have a smoker. But I would. You got to get uh, what's it called? The Traeger. Okay. That's popular, like barbecue slash smoker. Give us some more tips. Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. What can MC do? do? <laughs> yeah, what can he do to get his man card and man card back? My dad is listening, and I replied, "Just make sure you're not late for your shift this morning." <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> what sort of snacks are you bringing him? I hope not cherry ripe. Oh, I'm you're not working there to today. Serve you yeah, today. okay, that's slightly better. I am working today. Yeah, that's slightly better. And my wife is heavily pregnant, otherwise she'd do it. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, the euphoria created following the West Indies win in the Test in Brisbane is now a long lost memory following the one day games. It'll be put further into the memory bank following the 2020 series. Very poor scheduling by Cricket Australia as the Windies aren't up to the required standards, says the Parramatta Powerball. What's this doing to, to one-day cricket, MC? So we saw, you know, it was a very successful big bash in terms of viewership, crowds, yeah. all, all metrics. And then we get to this one-day series. And for most people who were at work or school, they didn't even see the game yesterday. Could you imagine an Australia field at a full-strength side? What would have happened? I know the Windies weren't at full strength, but if, if you put, you know, that imagine Australia's full-strength bowling attack up against that Windy's batting. Could have been all that. They would have scored 50. 50. Yeah. So it's sad. It, it is sad off the back of what was a remarkable um, test series. And it all had us hanging for another test match. You know, we had two tests. It would have been great to see another test and not this useless yeah. one-day series that no one's cared about. So there's obviously a T20 series still to come. Mm. I, I'm starting to think one days are reserved purely for a World Cup. Outside of a World Cup, in terms of or Champions Trophy as well, yeah, where they, they, like the you, it's got to be the big tournaments now. So last night, if you put a T twenty on, uh, you you kick it off at seven thirty, and you know it's done by say ten thirty. Yeah, there's no way people are missing content. Who whoever had the cricket coverage yesterday, I'm assuming it was KO. Yeah, I don't think these have been on free to air. They'd be filthy. Yeah, and they, all the, the padding and that. stuff that they had to do and and get through it, but. Um, I think, you know, I still think if there was a an India v England v Australia try series in Australia, that could work. Yeah. You know, the big nations it could still work against, uh, work with, but the the meaningless games where they're playing a B side, both side of West Indies could be their C team. Australia's put an Australia A lineup out there. Um, it becomes meaningless, and the public know that. And we're at the point of year in the cricket calendar where. You know, unless you're a cricket diehard, like I love my cricket, right? But now it's footy season. It's February. Oh, yeah. It's almost time for, you know, trials and the like. So if this was played at the start of the summer, I think people would be more engaged with it because they'd be hanging for a little bit of cricket because they hadn't seen any. But off the back of a long summer, two nations have come out and played test cricket. We've seen the big bash. I think maybe we're a little bit fatigued in, in terms of our cricket watching. Yeah, cricket fatigue, but... Rugby league ready. Oh, yeah. Just watching a couple of past games on the TV now. I can't wait for the rugby <laughs> league to come back. 
Uh, breakfast. We're powered by Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. On this day in history, the 7th of February, it's coming up in just a moment. A legendary rugby league commentator was born. We'll have a walk down memory lane in just a moment. Welcome back to Summer Breakfast here, 11.70 a.m. in Sydney, Sydney's own, the home of sport MC. Uh, today, it's the 7th of February. 7th of February, 2024. And on this day in history, former rugby league player Frank Hyde was born in 1916. He played 90 games for Newtown, Balmain and North Sydney, but he's more famously known for his commentary, calling for over three decades. And he's tackled by uh, by Cock, and there's the half-time siren. But the clock up, and the uh, the clock takes another two minutes. But however, I'll have my own. Uh, I'll be my own timekeeper for the second half. So uh, it's terrible if that goes. You know that spiders get in that clock up there. Spiders and uh, and ants and snakes and all that sort of thing. Might be an eel up there today. She moves into it, and there it goes. It's high enough. It's long enough. It's a beauty. It's straight between the posts. That's the clip you found, Dan? I know. <laughs> Poor Frank. <laughs> Poor Frank. One of the great voices of the game, and you've just stitched him up. Spiders and ants in there. Yeah. Uh, American comedian Chris Rock is 59 today. He was born in 1965. Some remember him for his movies. Mm. Some remember him from his comedy. Yes. Most of us now remember him from this. Jada, I love you. G.I. Jane 2, can't wait to see it. All right? So this is the prelude. Yes. As this is happening, Will Smith is walking up to the stage and... Clocks him. Clocks him. He cops it pretty well, though. Oh, that was a massive slap. That's the sound of him being hit. Yeah, that's... You know what? I think it made his career. Former rugby league player Nigel Wagner was born on this day, 1975. Happy 49th birthday. Wagner, here's a call on the blind. He goes to the open. Sherwin's kick is deflected. It's a try. Vanganar has claimed the four points. Vanganar and his centre partner, Harris, got a ball away, backed up by Vanganar. There's number two. Ten points in front, fourth tackle's gone. There's the opening for Vanganar. Vanganar, he will get number three. Nigel gets a hat-trick. Then Smith with a lovely ball. Travis Norton kicks ahead. A mile of speed outside him. Vanganar will get try number four. Away they go. The ball zipping along the back line. And it's coming back for Vanganar to equal the record. Five tries in a game set in 1942 against Balmain by Edgar Newham. Okay, a little bit of trivia here, MC. What team's he playing for? What team's he playing against what, against what year is it? He's playing for the Dogs. Uh, against the out. Warriors? I think it was South Sydney. South Sydney. Okay. I think yep. it's about 2001, I'll guess. Dan, yes, no? Oh, I think it was a bit later than that. We'll find later out than 2001. All right. Also, on this day in 2004, Queen's single, We Will Rock You, topped a poll of music fans for the greatest rock album of all time. We might use this a little bit later in Vossioki. All right, if you're listening through SENQ 693 AM in Brisbane, goodbye. If you're listening through SEN 1170 AM here in Sydney, plenty more to come, including Jared Waitley in Las Vegas and Brad Fittler.